This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Peter Dowdell, theirishgardener.com, who joins me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Trish, sorry, no, I can there. hear you now. You sorry, hear we had now. a problem. You're okay, all right. Uh, good afternoon to you. Lovely weather, great weather to be out in the garden, I take it. It really is. The sunshine, the blue skies. I was out that morning. It was good for the soul. I was looking at crab apples and flowers and other trees and flowers, and it was just so gorgeous to be out in it. Yeah, and actually you can solve an argument now in a household between a husband and a wife. The grass hasn't been cut yet. It's full of dandelions. My husband is saying, leave the dandelions. It's important for the bees. He doesn't want to cut for another few weeks. Is he correct? He is correct on this one. I agree completely with the husband. Do leave the dandelions. I was just having a conversation with somebody about this yesterday, actually, how, how the marketing companies, if you like, have kind of calibrated our brains into thinking that these dandelions are, are ugly and need chemical poured upon them when they're the opposite. They're beautiful and they're sustaining life. So understand you might want a weed-free garden and you might want a, a more tidy lawn, but just give it another couple of weeks till the, the dandelions are finished and then cut away again. Yeah, because I heard um, Ian and Ilana, who's uh, obviously a great wildlife expert, talking about particularly the first bloom of daffodils. They're the ones that the bees really need to get access to. Well, of the dandelions. Yeah, of the dandelions, yeah. Yes, sorry, yeah. No, she's absolutely right. And it's it's because they're, they're very valuable to them because when they flower so early, they're flowering with as a rich sort rich source of pollen and nectar when there's very little else out in flower for them. That's why it's so important. So if you remove them just to, uh, you know, to have a tidy lawn, you really are removing a vital piece of the jigsaw at this time of the year. Okay, so Jane, your husband is right. You just need to grow to love your dandelions. That's all you need to do. And then kind of on a similar one, Mary in Mornabi has planted a patch of wildflower seeds. Should it's greening up nicely now, but she suspects a lot of it are just weeds. She's been pulling up anything that looks a bit spiky, but she does and know which are just unwanted weeds. She wants this to grow to be full of bee-friendly plants. But wildflower seeds, most of them are weeds, aren't they? Am I right in saying that? This, this is this is the the million-dollar question, if you like, Trish. It's it's what is a weed and what is a wildflower? I mean, there is no actual definition for a weed except to say that it's a plant growing where you don't want it. So, without meaning to kind of 
you know, evade that question because it is a difficult one to answer. Like one person's weed is another person's wildflower. The way I always deal with it and the way I kind of advise you to deal with it is if there's something growing in there that you don't want or if there's thugs or bullies, you see, like rambles or something like that, and you if you don't want them, just take them out. So another person might love them, but you don't, and it's your wildflower patch, if you like. So remove anything that's going to be a bully. I would definitely remove if there's too much grass growing in it. Um, but and if you think it's a weed, then it is, because as I say, a weed is just a plant growing where you don't want it. So if you think it's a weed, remove it by hand and let the other ones that you do want colonize in the area are alternatively what I've what I've been saying on this show for many years is learn to love it learn mm. to love those weeds yeah and when she says she's pulling up the spiky ones they're obviously thistles I would imagine so yeah, yeah. no thistles and I can understand you wanting to get rid of thistles and they will crowd out a lot of the other the other ones it's probably no harm however thistles in the right place are a very very uh, important plant for pollinators too yeah <laughs> they all have a place in the choir okay now a number of questions in about potatoes hi this is Teresa hi Peter my potatoes got a few spots of frost I'm wondering will they be okay I would say if it's just a few spots of frost they should be fine they'll grow through it we did have some ground frosts over the last couple of weeks relatively late I suppose and maybe relatively unexpected but with most, I think I think they're going to be okay. It's impossible to say without seeing it, but with most of them, I think they'll grow through it. If the whole stem has gone black, um, then you're in trouble. But if it's just the tips of the leaves, I think they'll grow, to, grow through it. And then Nora set early potatoes in her tunnel and they're all up nicely. Just wondering now, how often do I water them? Do I give them a little water or a lot of water? A, a fair bit, if that's not, that's not too vague an answer. More than more than a little, certainly, but you don't want to be drenching them. You don't want to be giving them to... Well, you know what? In a tunnel, I would err on the side of overwatering because it'll just evaporate and drain away anyway. But uh, yeah, you, you'll notice it too because if you're not giving them enough water, particularly in a tunnel, they'll quite dramatically wilt. Now, you don't really want that to happen, but if it does happen and they're still green, you'll still be able to, to give them enough water to bring them up again. But uh, I would err on the side of overwatering in a tunnel as opposed to under. Okay, hi, could you ask Peter, please, can I move Myrtle and Pitsporium Tom Tom now? I need to move them. I have no choice. Okay, well, if you need to move them, then that's that question answered. But will they survive the move? And the answer with the Pitsporium Tom Tom is definitely, I'm afraid, no. They just will not transplant at all. So it, it, it's kind of irrelevant as to when you try it. It's just not going to work with the Pitsporium. The first one was a Myrtle. Again, a difficult one to transplant, but certainly not at this time of the year. So it's another evergreen one. So it needs every bit of its root system because it's actively growing at the moment. All you can do with the myrtle, the pittosporum, I'm afraid there isn't even a point trying. It's just not going to transplant. With the myrtle, provided you have a new hole or a pot or a new home ready for it immediately, get it out of where it is and into its new home immediately. Don't leave it out of the ground for any length of time. Fill it with good soil, really firm it into the ground and water, 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 water for the next few months to the end of the summer uh, and even with that I'm afraid it may not transplant successfully to the wrong time of the year but it's worth a shot Okay here's a lovely text saying I've got a really I've got a good old fashioned chrysanthemum it belonged to my mum who sadly we lost due to COVID so these obviously are very precious they seem to have some kind of blight on the leaves any advice please? Send a picture in, in either to John Paul there in the radio station, he'll send it on to me or to myself on Facebook at the Irish Gardener and hopefully I'll see it. But if you send it to John Paul, he'll send it to me and I will see it for next week because I, I don't want to guess an answer at that when it's particularly such an yeah. important plant, uh, understandably. Um, 
it, it's it's some infection and with most of these infections the answer is going to be the same it's cultural control so remove remove most of the infected growth but i want to have a look at it to see what it is before i give any more advice on it you know All but right. pruning it pruning off any infected growth won't be wrong and th- but that is a lovely thing if you have a plant that belonged to or was given to you, you know, by a much loved family member. I mean, I'm thinking straight away, I, I got a lilac uh, tree as a small little slip from a really, really dear friend of mine who sadly we lost just a little over a year ago. And only this morning I saw that the lilac tree is flowering and I just thought of him straight away. Keeps that person in your home yeah, and in your life, doesn't it? It, it, it really does. Yeah. And and this, the same is true now with the chrysanthemum. It, yeah. I think it's a lovely it really makes the garden and the home a kind of living entity, doesn't it? Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, it, the, the plant might have cost two euros, but it's priceless, yeah. you know, yeah. because of who gave it to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Dan in Skibbereen says, I've just noticed a lot of fruitlets on my pear tree, similar to last year, but last year, most of them fell off. Have you any advice on how I should care for a pear tree? He, he doesn't say how old that pear tree is because... The, the, when the pear loses its fruit like that, it's normally caused by drought, believe it or not, at this time of the year. And it is quite dry at the moment. Um, so when, when all, not just pears, pears, apples, plums, all these trees, when they're setting their fruit after blossom from over the next few weeks now, um, you really do need to make sure that they're getting well watered. Now, that's why I ask how old the tree is. So if it's a mature tree, it shouldn't really be an issue. It's not normally an issue. But if it's a young tree, like anything less than 10 years, it very much can be an issue. Um, so I would say a good mulch with the, some good organic material around the base of that tree to help you know, reduce water loss through evaporation and to retain moisture around the root system and also just get out there and, and water it at the moment. Uh, it probably won't be too long before nature takes over again for you. But just at the moment, do keep them well watered. Hi, Peter. Hi, uh, Peter. When is is now the right time to set a cherry blossom tree? I'm putting it at the end of my garden, but I'm wondering, will I have any problem with roots? Because where it's planted, it will be near drain wells and the house. So the root system of a cherry blossom tree. Yeah, any day is a good day to plant a cherry blossom tree. I love them. I absolutely adore them. They're starting Um, to flower now. Yeah, they're gorgeous at the moment. However, on, on saying that, um, if they're grown in a pot, absolutely fine, plant away. If they're what's called bare root or root ball, you can only get them during the autumn, winter. Now, if you have one that's bare root or root ball, to do plant it sooner rather than later. But most of them now, now at the moment, this time of the year, would be pot grown. So you can plant them really any time of the year. However, planting it near a drainage system, like a pipe system or a septic tank or any kind of drains, they are shallow rooted and roots are the original smart devices, if you like, in that they have this aristomatic part of the root system which goes in search of water they're intelligent if you like and they they can they can suss out water and they will go towards the, those pipes and if there's any imperfection or hole or anything it'll just make they won't break the pipes all on their own but if there's a hole there already they will get in they are shallow rooted so i would i would never plant them near kind of a tarmac surface or a paved surface or anything like that uh, because i'm afraid the answer to your question is they could cause damage yes Okay, and Lucy has just moved to her first home. Well done. Congratulations, Lucy. Would love to grow some vegetables in the back garden. Never done it or tried it before. What would you suggest for a starting out gardener? I was asked this question yesterday for a a journalist on um, RSVP. And they said, what's the the two things that you would, or what's the first piece, the best tip that you would give to somebody starting off in the garden? So I would use it again here. And it's, um, don't be scared. Don't be afraid. 
just get out there and start something and before you know it you'll get the bug you'll see how easy it is so in the first instance if you're just starting off on this really wonderful world of gardening and you want to start off growing your own food start with something simple say something like the salad crops lettuce spring onions because these are things that you're probably going to eat yourself so the, the first thing is get stuck in just do it the second thing is, all the instructions will be there people in garden centers will only be too happy to help you with with advice um if you're growing your own vegetables choose something that's relatively easy and quick like as i say lettuce and salad crops choose something that you're likely to eat no point growing something that you're not likely to eat um and the other thing is don't do too much because none of this is rocket science trish it's not difficult it's as, it's as easy as you know walking and eating and drinking guard put a seed in the ground it will grow okay but it does take time so don't overestimate the time that you or underestimate the time that you're going to need because you know in one packet of lettuce seed there might be three thousand seeds now i don't know about you but i wouldn't eat three thousand heads of lettuce in, in a lifetime i suspect so maybe only put in a few seeds from each packet at any one time so you're not overcome at harvest time with far too much and that could be off-putting so uh, do something easy that's quick that you're going to eat and not too much with my pointers at the start. OK, and nothing will ever taste as good. I can tell you that. All right, oh, Peter, yeah. we leave it there. Have a good week and we'll chat next Wednesday. Could I very briefly mention, Trish, sorry, uh, a DJ in West Cork Garden Centre down there in Bandon, they sent me an email. I, I apologise, I don't have, I can't remember the details. I just saw the email and I know there's an open garden coming up and uh, you, you'll get more information from Jura uh, down in West Cork Garden Centre there in Bandon. OK, thanks for that and have a good week. That is uh, Peter Dowd of theirishgardener.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.